Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Meta has unveiled a stylish, apparently really stylish, smart glasses with a freakishly advanced AI capabilities. Well, we're not buying it until we speak to Jan Vermeulen. He's the editor at My Broadband. Jan, a very good morning to you. How are you? Morning, Howard. I'm very well. How are things outside? Very, very good. Well, Johannesburg, yeah, we're not in a great state, <laughs> great shape as a city, are we? Yeah, unfortunately not. Um, lots of uh, lots of deteriorating infrastructure. Mm. It's a countrywide problem, um, but you know, in the, it's it's most prominent in the big cities. Like if you hold up Cape be. Town mm. next to Johannesburg and Pretoria, it's extremely evident yeah. how badly backwards our big cities um, in Kharteng have gone. Terrible indeed. Right. Let's talk about the future. Tell us about these glasses. I, it, 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 I found it fascinating because I I can't imagine. People walking around with them, unless they really do look cool, unless they are something that that you just don't look moronic walking around wearing. Right, and that's the thing that that kind of um, uh, you know scuppered Google's glass plans is you know they, they were kind of cool and futuristic for a while, and then uh, I don't know they just became uncool, and um, and uh, you know it, it wasn't uh, helped by. You know, people um, starting to raise legitimate concerns over over privacy, and uh, you know, you know what happens when we've got a camera built right into our glasses that we can activate with a gesture um, or with a voice command, and mm. uh, and and you know what that means for uh, for all kinds of privacy concerns, from voyeurism um, to uh, just people being recorded when they don't want to be recorded. And um, but yeah, uh, uh, Meta has has brought the the eyeglass wearable back uh, in the form of Ray Ban sunglasses. So a whole lot cooler than uh, than Google Glass, right. uh, but with all the same privacy concerns, really. So what is it? What are the privacy concerns? What are the issues around that? <laughs> Uh, the, the the main thing comes down to what happens when you've uh, essentially permanently got a got a, a camera pointing out from everybody's face. Um, so um, and you know uh, how like how what is an acceptable level of disclosure that that camera mm. is recording um, or that you've been photographed um, th- that sort of thing. And so. Um, uh, yeah, you know, short of of everybody in the world becoming James Bond, um, it's it's uh, there's there's dubious value in in having a camera mounted to everybody's faces um, at this point. So I think that's what what people are are concerned about. And you know, the obvious extreme example is is always brought up because this actually happened in the Google Glass era mm. is people walk into and in fact this actually happens at at streaming conferences right so if you've got a whole bunch of Twitch streamers mm. uh, all together and everybody is streaming to their channels trying to keep their viewers entertained and and rake in that juicy juicy uh, uh revenue uh, ad revenue share uh, they they walk straight into bathrooms while streaming and so um, you know what? Uh, um, h- how do we handle that? What's the new etiquette around that like? And and how do we handle people who violate that etiquette? You know? Um, uh, yeah, because to some extent we we're there anyway. You know, I could be standing in a bathroom, uh, pretending to be typing a message on my phone, but in fact photographing or filming people. 
Okay? No, yeah, nobody and, would and, be the wiser. And, we all walk into to private spaces with our cell phones. Yeah, and th- this was a, a huge concern not that long ago where, um, where people were in fact doing that. Uh, they were walking into bathrooms. Not, it wasn't uh, an issue in South Africa, as far as I know. Um, but, but internationally, um, you know, uh, you'd have folks walking into into gym bathrooms, mm. uh, in particular, while people were. were Let me just ask Makundi. He goes to the gym a lot. Makundi, do you ever film people in the bathrooms in, at, at, at the gym? No, I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm just doing market research here. I'll have, I'll have you know, there's a sign in, in the locker room that says, "Please no snapshots with your phones." Really? Yeah. Yes. In, in the in in the bathroom. Yeah. That we have to say that is, is a bit of a problem, isn't yeah. it? Just like, please don't drink the shampoo. It's to use on your hair. Now we become American. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the thing is, I, I, I think what would also, while we do have assault laws in South Africa, I do think that South Africans would take an extremely dim view of someone trying to record them in the bathrooms and yeah. take your life into I would, your hands. I, right? I would call if you Sand- try to pull something like I that. I would yeah. call Sandy Lee from the Bluff in Durban if somebody did that. Because <laughs> she's, she, she's who I want if somebody transgresses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and so South Africa, um, right now, uh, is, you know, be, as I said, even though we've got uh, assault laws and that sort of thing, um, because of, um, I think uh, the the level of common sense that still exists in our society, mm, we're a little mm. bit more self-policing there. But, um, you know, what happens in a, in a society like the United States that, that is incredibly litigious, what happens if South Africa goes that way? And, uh, and you know, you can't just smack someone who's, who's violating mm, a social norm mm. like this. Um, you know, like when, uh, uh, in fairness, when, um, when polite requests have failed so this is you know it's sort of like what happens when you ask someone repeatedly please don't do that please don't do that please mm, don't do mm. that and they just they know that they can get away with violating the social norm and so they do um and so then what, what happens in in those circumstances how, how do we handle those those transgressions and that's the uh why this uh international concern over over um you know what these glasses might mean in societies where you know uh you can't be as um self policing um because when someone could just ignore you and get away with it because if you dare uh you know get get a, l- a little rough with them then immediately you're in the wrong yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely fascinating because I think we're there to some extent anyway where we, ha- where we're trying to deal with all of these things. And I mean, I know I was with somebody the other day. Somebody came up to us and, and he had no idea who this was. Uh, he took a photo, tried to then figure it out on Facebook and using all sorts of things to try and understand who this, this person was. And I thought to myself, we're actually pretty much getting there. This is where we are, where we're at. That, that we are using, um, sort of facial, maybe some of us more crudely because we don't, we don't have that level of tech, uh, uh, sophistication. But, but we are starting to use, for example, facial recognition. Is that bad? Is that a breach of privacy? Well, probably it isn't. It would be amazing, certainly for me, if I'm talking at a conference or you, if, uh, if you somewhere and on your glasses, you could look at somebody and it would say their name. Uh, that would be, that would be really, really cool. Not only do we not need to remember phone numbers anymore, but now we don't need to remember names. Right. Yeah. For, for, for people who are bad with faces or names, mm. um, it, it could be, it could be transformative, right? So, but yeah, it actually, it brings up um, super interesting. I, I don't know if it was a Black Mirror episode or, or another mm. piece of, um, science fiction, but, you know, um, essentially, 
what happens in in dating, in romance, mm. in work relationships, um, where uh, a whole bunch of information about a person is available at the at the touch of your fingertips. So these Ray Ban glasses are not nearly there yet, mm. um, but you know uh, you can kind of draw a line between having a camera pointing out from your face to uh, doing facial recognition and searches on a person's social media profile. Um, and it's always a double-edged sword. Yes, it will allow people to avoid, um, you know, as somebody who's uh, either toxic or not a particularly good match for you, um, you know, or, you know, uh, but it could also, um, you know, kind of ruin the magic uh, oh, of, sure. of, of, a, of a romantic relationship. The voyage of um, discovery. That's what it's yeah. meant to be, and it just uh, isn't, unfortunately. Yeah, if, and, if you and, have all and also, you know, there's there's the whole problem of social scoring. Um, so China has been getting a lot of, uh, you know, there's been a lot of criticism uh, against China for its its social social scoring system, but those social scoring systems are being opaquely in the background. What, what does that mean? Just give me a, just explain what a social scoring system. Yeah, is. so 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 a social score um, is uh, you know uh, a, a score that an individual is assigned based on how good a citizen they are, essentially. Oh, um, and that that and how good uh, in inverted commas is uh, completely arbitrarily defined. Um, we get no say over how those metrics are defined because they're either defined by a totalitarian government in the form of China or they are defined by a private corporation. And so they get to do what they like um, uh, under our current uh, rules of how private corporations are allowed to govern themselves. And so, um, uh, you know, a simple example is is uh, something like uh, Uber, which has the star system, but also right now um, in, in South Africa and around the world, it's being used to mitigate fraud. So you will see that your email address um, or a PayPal profile or um, other, you know, uh, personal identifiers have completely um, o- uh, opaque to you. You cannot see this. There's no way for you to interrogate these scores. Um, in the background, there's, there's a, you know, a certain risk score attached to, say, your email address, social media profiles, and so on, um, so that uh, if you try to uh, buy something, um, then it's autom- either automatically flagged as fraud or, you know, it says, ah, the likelihood of this being fraud is extremely mm-hmm. low. Mm-hmm. This guy is a very good customer. And so th- those those things are already kind of tr- like filtering into even democracies, um, and in a completely opaque way. And so that, that is something to be on the guard for. And, um, you know, tying into these glasses um, where you've got, you know, metrics of how, you know, good a citizen or, uh, you know, how good a person someone is. And that just gets displayed on their on their profile, you know, uh, I, for 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 an idea of what that looks like uh, brought to full form. There's a great Black Mirror episode on that. And it's uh, and it and it doesn't end well. Yeah, it's very, very concerning. It's interesting and it challenges us, which is what I like because it, we have to try and figure this out. Because some of these things we're doing anyway, uh, we have loyalty cards. So a loyal person or someone who's loyal to an organisation, to a store, does get certain benefits. How far can we push that? This is all around the same. Thing. We are running a little late, 7.31. Uh, Jan van Meulen, editor at My Broadband, talking to us about the new Meta Smart glasses.